following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Salutations from Mickey Spagnola here on Talking Cowboys. It's another week of Dallas Cowboys football for the 2018 season. First full week of 2019, and it's always a good thing when your NFL season extends into the new year. It's actually a Tuesday out here at the Star because it's another Saturday night game this week at the Los Angeles Rams. What a night it was on Saturday, and happy you could join us here on a Monday morning, a spring-like Monday morning in the Metroplex. It feels like March Madness outside. Uh, with the humidity and 65 degrees. Hello, Brian Broaddus. How are you? Doing well. Thanks, Bill. Good to be fighting for another week. Yes. How about you, Rob Phillips? How are you? Doing great. Yesterday turned out to be a Monday at 7 o'clock with a missed field goal by the That's Chicago right. Bears. All of a sudden, hey, Coach Garrett conference call. It's, uh, it's yeah. like a Monday. So here we go. It's here like we, a Tuesday now. Here we are. Yes. The, the week is just motoring along and the season motors along, Mickey. Another week of talking Cowboys. That's right. A full week. Full week. And, uh, wow, what a game on Saturday night and what a defensive performance by uh, the Cowboys against the Seattle Seahawks. Run defense, the story of that game. No, no question about it. He had a bunch of guys playing square up front, and that's what you have to do. You don't give these guys any gaps or creases to let them run the football, but I thought the tackle play was excellent. You know, we talked – coming into the game, we kind of thought about that the Seahawks were having some problems with their – uh, with their interior of their offensive line. And, you know, they had DJ Fluker starting back after the hamstring. Swayze was a little nicked up himself, but it, that didn't matter. Those guys inside, Woods and and Malik Collins, Crawford, all those guys, and they got an opportunity to play against this bunch in the front uh, and to stop the run. I, I, it was exceptional. Give the linebackers a lot of credit for filling the run fits and stuff. When you play good run defense, you got to play square, and that's what they did a great job of doing last uh, last time out. You know, Chris Carson came into the game, the NFC uh, Offensive Player of the Month, and he had rushed for uh, more than 500 yards uh, over the month, 13 for 20. Yeah. 13 for 20, and they were 24 for 73, but they had a 28-yard run. So that means it was 23 for 45. They leaked the one to Penny. <clears throat> Other than that, they shut down their their running game, and I, I, and it's a it's a darn good thing because the opportunities they had in the passing game to hit big plays, uh, they hit. But if they had the running game going too, the Cowboys likely would have been in trouble. They had nine yards in the first quarter. Seattle did nine, and to Mickey's point, I thought they were Seattle was a little stubborn with the run game, to be honest. What do you think they're talking about on talking Seahawks this morning? I, I Should have been throwing the ball. Well, but like, that's what they do. Exactly. That's well, that's that's, it, that's 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 how they got here. Exactly. Yeah, you, you it, can't. You, you, I mean, I I know what you're going to say. Well, and they and they use play play action off of it. Sure, sure. But they had some success hitting some pass plays deep. I, at some point, when you've got, I think they had three straight three and outs to open the game. At some yeah. point. You get behind, and I know you don't want to panic, but I was surprised that they stayed conservative. I know they run the ball the way they do, but you do have a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback there. And in a way, I thought it did the Cowboys a favor. But you got to give them credit. They didn't get enough credit for stopping the run in the first game. They did a nice job against Carson in the first game. Yeah, sure it was, did. It was a big pass play, lock it, that kind of opened things up, and, and they made some mistakes offensively. They didn't make those mistakes this time. But it's like uh, Pete Carroll decided, uh, especially after the the rebuild job they were doing on their team coming into this season, that they needed to run the football, run the football, run the football. Right. And the game never got away from them until right. the Cowboys finally in the fourth quarter got up 10 on them. 
And so they were, it was playing out like he probably envisioned it yeah. would, you know, even though they weren't having success running the ball, he wanted them to continue to be persistent with it. Well, if you think about it, that's, you know, that game against the Cowboys when they kind of changed their philosophy, we're going to run the football. They ran it 39 times and only ran it for 118 yards, but they were persistent. And if you think about it, they only scored two fewer points than they did the first time around. Now, the 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 key thing was, and I and you know they had six plays in the pass game for 194 yards. Six 194 yards. Yeah. They had 299 in the game. That meant the other 46 plays went for 105. Yeah. So they hit the big plays. They scored, but the difference was the Cowboys didn't give them anything like they did the first time around. The Cowboys didn't beat themselves like they did the first time around. Zeke didn't catch a pass and go 30 yards for a touchdown but step out of bounds before he caught the pass this time around. He ran for 137, and I'll tell you what, he had his big boy jersey and pants on in that game. Yeah. He'll need him again this week. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, the thing with the you know to to beat the Seahawks. They did exactly what they had to do. You know they they Mickey's right. Don't beat yourself, and then you know beat yourself. The Seahawks is giving them turnovers. You know they were plus fifteen going into this game, and then to only get one, I, I think is uh, is pretty remarkable from the Cowboys' uh, perspective. I, you know once again, this team is gonna this team the Cowboys to me is gonna continue to ride or die with their defense. That's you know that's just what they are and. We were talking about the Seahawks, and that's how they got here by running the football. Well, the Cowboys really got here by playing great defense, and and that's what they've been able to do. And you know, to to limit the Seahawks the way they were, yeah, they, yeah, they gave up some big pass plays, but you knew going into the game that that that's the possibility with Russell Wilson and these receivers. I mean, that fourth, the fourth and six play, you can't throw the ball any better than what what he threw it to get it to to convert that fourth down. I mean, that was just a beautiful pass, and yeah, there might have been holding on the play, you know. But these officials, Walt Anderson, his crew, they were not going to let it. They were going to let him play it out, and he just threw a beautiful ball, and and that's and that's what you got to have. I mean, and, and they, uh, you know, but for the most part, I thought the Cowboys held them held up very, very well defensively, and it allowed them to kind of gain some traction offensively in the second half. You know, one thing Jason Garrett talked about too, different from the first game, is and multiple guys said this, guys and coaches, they were a little more aggressive in, in rushing Russell Wilson than yeah. the first game. You know, you, you focus so much on being disciplined and, you know, keep him in the well and all that. But if you're not aggressive enough, that gives him opportunities to do what he wants to do. So I thought they did a better job of just getting upfield and getting after him. And instead of worrying a little bit, Rod Marinelli said it during the week, if you slow down, then you get yourself in trouble. You got to get after him, and they did a better job of it. The, the front seven was outstanding, and and we're seeing this linebackers continue to flow to the ball. The overall team speed on defense it makes us a dangerous team going forward. We'll see what happens Saturday, but they're dangerous. You know, one of the things that I noticed, uh, and I can go back and count it up, but when they were like blitzing yeah. the linebackers, Vanderesh was blitzing off the left side. So if if they pushed him in the middle, right? Where does he go? He rolls to his right, right. And all of a sudden, oh, here comes fifty-five on that one third-down play where right. he ended up throwing high on the right. out pass. Vanderesh is right in his face. Yeah. Uh, and 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 so yeah, it was a, it was a good way to keep him uh, in the pocket. They did a better job of that. But we talk about the defense. They did score twenty-four points, right? And, right. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the most anybody scored. This weekend, that's yep. right. Yeah, how about that? So much for video that? game offense, right? Yeah. Well, you got some video game offense yes. playing this coming week, though. We'll see. There, there's I a mean, re- yeah. there's a we'll reason see. those uh, those video game offenses got first round buys. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, in both conferences. But we saw both those offenses. You know, those point totals dropped a little bit in December. You know, sure. I mean, oh sure. And so we'll see there what happens. There but, weren't any 54-51 games in December. But you're right, Kansas City, Saints. Rams. Rams, they were all off. Patriots, too. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Yep. Um, all right, so as yesterday played out, uh, obviously the preference for the Cowboys would be for the Eagles to win that game because it yeah. gives you the opportunity. If things fall in place this week, a Cowboys win and an Eagles win, you can host an NFC Championship game. That's your hope. Uh, next week. But, uh, wow, wasn't it something the way that thing played out at the end? Well, and, and I'll tell you what, though, to me – 
I, I don't know about you guys, and I think we all, I think everybody here picked Philadelphia to win. I think when we did, did that, yeah, we all said Philadelphia. I picked the Bears. Did just you pick to, the Bears? Just to be different. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the thing is that the Bears are the Bears are a year away, in my opinion, especially with that quarterback. Playoff experience matters. It really does. You you look at what you know. The, really, all all game long, uh, Philadelphia was kind of struggling along. But what happened when they had to have a drive? Who did they have to go? To? You know, they they went. They 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 leaned on their quarterback at the end. He made a play on uh, to a guy that they traded for. You know, much like how the Cowboys. But what did they do? They drafted a kid. They threw the ball to a tight end. They got another tight end that's tremendous. You know, those guys. There's a reason why that the you know when you get in the playoffs, you have to lean on guys like that. And and they were able to do that. You know, I mean, I just didn't feel like that the Bears could sustain enough. You know, they, they just, I didn't feel like that they were going to go and, and, and finish this thing off. It, their defense was supposed to be the reason why. And they, their defense actually gave it up at the end. Foles gets the ball with four minutes. You're kind of like, uh oh. Yeah. You know, they've, they've been in this situation. He's been yeah. in this situation. Yeah. Well, and then they get it down to a fourth down play. And yeah. how about with a minute left? And Doug Peterson's got three timeouts left. Right. Okay, he's got them back down, facing fourth and goal at the two-yard line. If you don't make it, you're going to get the football back if you hold them. Right. Because you've got the three timeouts in your hip pocket. Right. And he used one. And he uses one. Yeah. And I, I was shouting at the TV going, how can you yeah. – game's over. He's putting – everything on that fourth down play yeah but he wanted to make sure he had the the right play i yeah. guess but he wow he, you know we've always you know when you talk about coaching and stuff like that there's game management questions i he felt like that that point in time he needed to to win the game i mean that's he he's, oh yeah, yeah he's, he's thinking i might not you know even even if i get but he took any yeah <laughs> he took any chance he had out of that but yeah i i i, I wow. I'm, I'm okay get the right play well because get the right worked. play yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it, it did, but but to, but get the right play. That I mean I and and it's funny because I was watching the game with my my folks and I said whatever his best two point play is he That's, needs to run it and then and then here's the question and and then I, who was doing the the announcing uh, was Collinsworth Collinsworth goes whatever his best two point yeah, play and my dad looked it. at me like. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's what you got to do. I mean, you, whatever your best two-point play is, you got to work right here. And why then they you, didn't why have would, a good two-point play. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why would you use your best two-point play on on any, any one of the three they, previous yeah, plays? Yeah, well, they, you know what? I give them credit, though. They tried to run. Right. They, they tried, right. you know. You, the middle you, twice. You, you, yeah, you, you mm -hmm. say, okay, let's try. I mean, you're thinking all the game long that they're having to throw the football. I mean, I was listening to the game on the radio while I was driving home, and James Lofton's like, "You got to. They can't run. You got to throw. You got to throw the ball. You just got to keep throwing it." And you know, they did. They threw it short, short pass. What's funny about it is Doug Peterson. You know, last year gets all the credit for all the inventive plays, yeah. and two point plays, and stuff like that. And so the Bears are sitting there. They've stopped him three straight times, and all they did had to do was stop him one more time on a two point conversion. Basically, yeah. is, right. is what it came down to. Yeah, I guess they used up the Philly special already. So yeah, that's kind right. of out of ideas. I don't know. But <laughs> but I mean trying to run it, I mean maybe that's you don't want a turnover in that situation. That's the last thing you want. So maybe that's what you try to do first. And then, you know, guy leaks out in the back of the end zone right at the end. Uh is a good play. But having said that, don't let the playoff game come down to a kicker. Mm -hmm. Just don't because they allowed him to come right down the field and, and that, in position for a makeable field goal. Looks like he got tipped. Yep. He Trayvon made. Hester. Yeah. Is, uh, Did it get tipped? Got tipped. Trayvon Hester is trending on Twitter this morning because finally people went back and looked yeah. at the, the tape, and sure enough, he looked like he tipped the ball. Did he get – I mean, how much did he get? Because it started right down the middle, and then it enough, faded. Enough to, enough to, enough enough to make, make it go left. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, he, it did a close-up view. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go see – I should have done that this morning. I went in here and started looking at the Rams already. But I'm going to see if on that special teams if you could actually tell it. But it looks like from, from the, from the close-up angles that were, I saw this morning that, the, that he got a hand on the ball. So, or partially got a hand on the ball or finger on the ball. that kind of changed the trajectory a little bit. Which is it. weird because I guarantee you for 20 yards, that thing was good. And yeah. all of a sudden, there it goes. Yeah. And you just, How many times? He had to set a record this year. Five times. For hitting. No, he did four in one game. Four, it was so, it's six, so it's six, 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 six times. Six times overall, yeah. He just went. He went doink. Four he times doink, against the doink this time. Yeah, four times against the Lions, one time against the Vikings last week, and then this one this week. Right. And he just, gets two this time. Just yeah. booed off the field. 
mercilessly. Did you see the Bears mascot? Yeah, no, falls Follow yeah. sideways. <laughs> I didn't see it. He was behind the goalpost ready to, you know, yeah. and he just... <laughs> They should have put those I mean, fans on suicide watch. Well, your whole season, 12 wins, young quarterback, you think you got momentum, and it comes down to that. Well, you know, score touchdowns. Well, they did. They didn't get that two-point that two conversion they didn't get turned out to be really costly. To yeah. only go up five instead of seven. Yeah. That was really the play of the game right there when you think about it. Yeah, it really was. The The thing about it, though, too, is that I believe, if, if I read correctly, that, that Parkey was 11 of 12 in fourth quarter kicks. He was. They flashed it down the screen. Well, yeah. and before they iced him, that first kick looked perfect. Right it was down, good. Right down the middle. Yeah, it was good. Mm. That's because there was no pressure because he knew he was going to call time out. Probably. <laughs> he said, okay, I'm just going to take a warm-up shot here. Yeah. Well, at least it didn't but, come down to your kicker having to make one. Yeah, that's what I'm been, saying. That, that would have been the same reaction, you know. Fans would have been on watch as well if you missed that one. But the dude sat in front of his locker and answered questions. He did. Yeah. The, sure right. did. He did. Right. Give him credit. A lot of sports hate going on right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hate to see that. Yeah. But it makes for an interesting week this week. And how about the storylines uh, that we are going to be talking about for the next few days here leading up to this Cowboys-Rams matchup uh starting with the running backs zeke and Gurley. you got wade phillips the defensive coordinator on the other side um i mean there's there's and really you look at the history of the cowboys and the rams uh, i've seen a lot of playoff games my day yeah those guys yeah there was a stretch there of six seasons in the late seven mid to late 70s where the cowboys and rams every game there i was there yeah five out of six years in the playoffs yeah Preston Pearson had one of the great games I've ever seen that was played the Coliseum by a running back. I mean, he caught three touchdown passes in that game. Like, I think the Cowboys were underdogs in that one as well. It was yeah, they they it was a great history between these two franchises when it comes to uh when it comes to playoff games. And they've lost the last two to them, right? Was uh, 86 85 85 was the last time they faced each other in the playoffs. Was, yeah. Which one did they get shut out? One of them they got shut out. I think it was Might the most recent one. 20 to nothing. nothing yeah. yeah, 20 to nothing. And then they yeah. got beat in 83 too. Yeah. Yeah, the other storyline is too uh Wade Jer- Phillips. <laughs> Wade Phillips, but you know Jared Goff goes would he go number 1 in 2016? Yes. Yep. Zeke goes 3 picks later and then you know Dak Back Prescott's up. worked out pretty well in the 130 something picks later, yeah. Yeah, with a compensatory pick. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot going on. I think, I think a lot of the the back and forth this week is going to be can the Cowboys defense play as what it needs to at the level to stop the Rams, and I think both. I think that you're going to look at the Rams defense. We, we're surely going to talk about you know Aaron Donald quite a bit. Rams struggle half sacks. Yeah, Rams struggle playing run defense though. Five, 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 five over five yards of carry a little bit. Now yeah. maybe that's a little bit about you know. Being ahead in games. being ahead in games and stuff like that, but I, I I'll tell you what though it, the the storyline will be about the Cowboys defense and the Rams offense. But again, don't sleep on the on the Cowboys offense. You know, as far as you know, they, we're seeing some some better things. I mean, with uh, I'm sure Suafilo will be back in there at left guard, but Connor Williams wasn't terrible in this game, and the the one sack they gave up was uh, on a twist stunt that they tried to man where they'd passed some stunts earlier in the game. I mean, passing, passing guys off. They just got caught in a situation where, uh, you know, Clark just they, – they, they did a couple of twist stunts to that side, and they did it just fine picking it up. It was just that one, one time they had, they had problems. But, uh, so, so I saw that. Man, so they manned the was stunt. Was Connor not supposed to come off and pick him up in the middle? They manned it. And, and so they, how was Tyron was supposed to get over there in yeah, time? That's that's how they that's that how was they, a long way to go. Yeah, well they they, they they usually what they'll do is they, they usually will bump the stunt and at that particular time it might be something to do with protection. It might be a scheme uh thought that they have that they just play the twist as a man twist and they and it, it's that's a tough way to block. If you're gonna man stunts and uh, you know, you have to be able to 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 make that work, I mean, you have to be able to cross behind the block and pick it up. But that was that was the only blemish that offensive line really had when it came to pass protection. They did a pretty good job of holding up against a group that's uh, that's got some pass rushers on it. Was that sort of a situation where the Seahawks had the right the right call for they they ran the they ran the stunt earlier in the game and got blocked, and then and then they came back to it and got it got a sack. 
So it's something that they obviously felt like that the Cowboys would man the would man the stunt, and uh, they got him for the one time. The other time they didn't, but that time they did. So, but I hey, tip of the cap to Connor Williams. There was a lot of concern about how well he could really play. We talked about how well he could fit though in the running game. He was able to get up on the second level a couple of different times, you know, better than what probably we would see from Suafilo. And uh, effect. If you look at the quarterback run on third and fifteen, he he he, he, th- he threw a key block. Yep. He he and and, and Martin and Zach Martin threw key blocks to get. Uh, and they're lucky they didn't get a, a block in the back downfield on Blake Jarwin though. That was close. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, I thought the guy played he's, a really. He's nice not job. a freshman anymore. Nope. No, he's played not. well. And played you, well. And you talked about in the running game trying to attack those edges against Seattle. I did. Yeah. Two, Zeke's two big runs were bounced outside. Although the forty-four yarder looked like a bust. By Seattle, yeah, they got caught. They got caught trying to pack things down inside, though. And when it bounced, though, their guys got were too far inside on the play. Yeah, but he did, nice, did a nice job. Yeah, he did. Yeah, now, but I mean, going forward, looking at left guard, we talk when we talk about Suafilo's power, it doesn't get more of a strength on power matchup than this one. I mean, Sue and Donald in the middle. Yeah, Donald's the Donald. The problem with Donald is going to be the quickness it's when you the deal speed. with speed. Yeah, when you that initial step, that's that's what gives everybody problems is the fact he's built so low to the ground that you really he doesn't give you much of a hitting space when you're talking about your hands. And then so when he wins on that first step, when that first step, you know, when he's able to dip a shoulder or or you know or, or kind of just get underneath you, then he's that's where he's got the leverage to play and just to keep moving. But yeah, he's it's 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 not going to be an easy matchup for for the Cowboys at all. Inside. That'll be an interesting decision there about Suafilo or, or, or Connor Williams. Yeah, because I think Williams. I only saw one other play when I went back and watched that he yeah. kind of whiffed on. No, yeah. but other than that, and and that one, it it wasn't like he locked on to the guy he was blocking right. and said, "Oh, I should have gone there." Right. He stayed with the guy. That oh no, played. he did his job. If you're going to man the stunt, he blocked his guy very well. It, Tyron Smith was the one. Now, again, that you, you, if you if you're going to man stunts, you got to be able to to cross if you're going to do that. And and Tyron just got caught got caught too far to the outside and couldn't get back to the inside. And next thing you know, Clark was on the was on Dak. Originally, I thought Looney had fallen asleep, but yeah. he was double he, he was double teamed the other way. side. Yeah. All right, we're just getting started here on Talking Cowboys. Much more to get to, including your phone calls when we come back in a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply you want the most interesting up to the minute dallas cowboys news straight from the star in frisco how about exclusive and on command that's right news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else with our exclusive cowboys content on alexa you can have all the answers secrets stories and more what's stephen jones thinking during a game what's joe looney's favorite pregame meal we take your questions to cowboys players and coaches and you can hear the answers directly back to you just say alexa Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. 
surrounded by desire. But you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to talking cowboys. Tommy John time, crunch time. That's when you got to stay cool. Nobody's better at keeping you cool under pressure than Tommy John. Tommy John underwear has moisture wicking antimicrobial fabrics to keep germs and perspiration at bay. That means no discomfort, no adjustment. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys and get 20% off your first order. No adjustment needed for the Talking Cowboys crew on Saturday night. As the Cowboys yeah. win over the Seahawks, and let's uh, call roll. Yes, I was wearing mine. Me too. In affirmative. All right, there you go. It worked again. But I had my road grays on. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Okay. Three in a row now. Yep. All right. So there you go. You got to do it again this week. Guess I have to. In L.A., I'll have yep. to wash before we go. It's a short <laughs> week. You got plenty of time, Mickey. And uh, we did not take a picture either. Yeah. So that's that's, that's not going to happen. Good news yeah. for everybody yeah. out there. Just keep Although going. I thought about, I thought about taking a picture Saturday afternoon and sending it to you, Mickey. It uh, just, no. just as a reminder, a, a, an alert, <laughs> or at least just hold them up. <laughs> not when I was wearing them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was worried. Yeah. For All right. everybody out there. All right. So whatever. here we go. Here it is. You want to take a phone call? You want to see what's going on out there? Yeah, let's Mm -hmm. test the temperature out there. You think people are happy? Uh, I think we're not going to find any complaints. You think there will be a lot of Cowboy fans in the stands? I think I'm going to predict 30. Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. 30,000. 30,000 Cowboys fans. Wow. So you're saying 30%? Yeah. What what are they? What, Probably about a hundred thousand, isn't it? Well, I, they re- they, they, they refigured. They kind of refigured the stadium. Yeah. I don't know because they put in some suites. You're saying thirty percent, then, right? So yeah, they got to have at least seventy or seventy thousand, eighty. Yeah, we need to look that up. Hmm. All those folks from Arizona, there'll be a caravan coming to Southern California. Heard the up are, from heard, San Diego. Heard the tickets are really high. Yeah, after the parky kick. Was the tickets went way up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, way up. I after can understand that, that yep. with the Cowboys coming to town. Yep. Let's go to Ron in California. Maybe he can give us an idea of the excitement level out there. Hello, Ron. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah, uh, tickets are pretty high. I think uh, the cheapest ticket you can find to sit high up is about three hundred eighty-five dollars. How much? Three eighty-five. Yeah, three eighty-five on yeah. SeatGeek. Uh, wow. Last, yeah, last night I paid about four hundred fifty dollars for two tickets. Uh, so yeah, just about, about over a thousand dollars when you include fees. And uh, on Saturday it's supposed to be pretty rainy out here, so it won't be that that nice during game time probably. Mm. Mm. Um, but my my question was uh, last year when we played the Rams, um, Sean McVay and Jared Goff and Todd Gurley really took advantage of uh, Jalen Smith. Um, so what do you think the Cowboys will try to do this year? What they try to you know use Jordan Lewis the same way they use them uh, during the Saints game or where they try, you know, to, you know, put um, Byron Jones on a uh, girlie or something like that. And uh, I'll take your answer offline. Thank you. All right. Thank you, uh, Ron. And, um, well, first and foremost, don't fumble a punt when you're ready to go up 17 to nothing. You got a good memory there, Mickey. Oh, he, yeah. Ryan Switzer cost them the season. Mm-hmm. He did. Year. Yeah. They were going to put that team away. They scored on their first what two two drives? Yeah, yeah. Big play in the game, no doubt about it. Second half was a different story. Yep. in that game yep. last year, played at AT and T Stadium. You know, one question for them is Gurley's health. Now, I, it's I, the last two games. Yeah, Sean McVay said he thinks he'll probably be good to go pr- yeah. practice tomorrow, but he's had some knee soreness, and I think it goes back to college. Is that right? Something he's yeah, done with at Georgia? Yeah, he's, he's, he's had to deal with a little bit throughout his career. But, man, I, I've been watching the Philadelphia game. My God. He's a I great mean, player. I mean, it, no it, doubt. there's so many things they do with him. And, you know, you think about the great things they do with Zeke here, you know. But think about the this, the way they throw the ball and stuff. I mean, they, they, they create things for Gurley to do in the passing game. They threw this screen against Philadelphia that's incredible the way they ran it. It's like a delay where they – they have him blocking on the backside, and they roll the pocket to the right, 
and then they you know they get everybody going right, and then they just set it back up to the left. And McVay's a pretty creative guy as far as how he gets Gurley the ball, but he just naturally this handing the ball. It seems like he's just gliding for five yards, just like you know the Eagles are. Looks like they're in good shape, and then bam, he's it's like a four or five yard gain just instantly, and then he you know he gets tackled and stuff. So. I mean, if he if they've rested him the last three weeks, I, I expect you'll probably see the best version right. of Todd Gurley in this game. They didn't, I, 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 they I, didn't I, have to play him the last no, couple weeks. No, no, but why, why but, play him? Like I said, the, I'm, I just got started on the Eagles game, but it just seemed man, it was just the way he the way he runs the ball is is so impressive. It really, really is. He's he's clearly you want to you don't need me to tell you he's one of the best running backs in this league just because of the way too again they throw him the ball that's that's impressive as well. And he scores touchdowns. Yeah, a lot of them. 17 rushing touchdowns. I think maybe six uh, receiving touchdowns this year. That's yeah. one of the big differences between his production during the regular season and what Zeke had six rushing yeah. touchdowns on the year. Gurley, the first-team All-Pro running back. Zeke was snubbed on that, even though he was the rushing leader. How much do you think? Uh, he was second-team. Yeah, but he was snubbed as far as first-team goes. Touchdowns. And but how much do you think Zeke is motivated by any of that stuff? I think Zeke's just motivated just to win the game. I don't I don't think he's worried about Gurley or any, matter of fact they switched they exchanged jerseys the last time. I think there's a lot of respect between the two. I think motivation is the fact that that all week long we're going to be talking about the Rams' ability with Gurley to run the football. I think that's I think that's something that. You know they have really it's a dynamic offense, but I think that if there's motivation, it's like, you know, okay, we can block two, we can run the football. You know, I'm the I'm the leading rusher in the in the league. I don't think that I, I don't think Zeke will get overshadowed, but I think his motivation will be to just because just to try and go on to play well and to to to, to carry this team the best he can. Yeah, this defense is going to have their bulletin board material too. It, it it's going to remind you of the Saints week of. Man, these guys, they put up 33 points a game. How do you stop them? All that. So I, th- I think especially this defense thrives with a chip on their shoulder. I really do. And they're going to have no shortage of it this week. There, there's no need for extra motivation once it comes to the playoffs. Right? No, that's that. Yeah. No, I, but I feel like these guys are constantly looking for some, an extra edge, an extra edge. And it goes back to being three and five. Uh, you hear it. Some of the comments they'll make after games about everybody writing them off, you hear it constantly. They've used that as fuel all season long. And, you know, of course the playoffs are big, but I I think they've got something to prove. I really do. You know, I think the best motivation that a coach can do would be to how much how much money do they make each week in the playoffs? I made the Cowboys I believe is twenty nine thousand for winning this the wild card round. Right. And let's say it's another, it bumps up another ten, I think. Let, yeah. Let's say it's thirty thousand, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Put thirty thousand dollars in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> in the let them see what it looks and like. Let them walk by that every single day. <laughs> That's what you're playing for this week, and yeah. that will be the motivation. People, people don't think about the fact that hey, the, all the money you're making now. Yeah, in the playoffs, your your salary is based on the regular season. All the money you're making now is winning this game. That's how you that's how you make more money. I don't know. I've seen I've seen a guys lose that playoff check on a one hand of cards in a Blu-ray <laughs> yeah. game. So yeah, I mean, yeah, but money, you get paid for losing yeah, too, though. But but no, I, the thing about it is, uh, yeah, you know, motivation to me will not not be a problem here. This this is one of those things where you look, you know, and, and again, the the narrative, the motivation will, the motivation generally comes from us. When it, I mean, us meaning the media, sure, because we talk about it, and, they, and we'll talk about it, and the shows, uh, Good Morning Football, all week long. You know, they'll, they'll hear it. They'll hear and get. I trust you. They'll, trust me. There'll be some national writers here now. When you get in the playoffs, now we'll start to see those now, and then we'll see their stories. And it'll be like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And they'll see people say, oh, they can't stop this. And they can't do that. I mean, that the motivation is not a problem. The motivation will be to go play well and try and get this thing to the NFC Championship game. That's were, that's they, the motivation. They were already here uh, Saturday night. Yeah, the national writers. Oh, sure. Yeah, coming in. Yeah. yeah, and the other motivation is you're playing before the other game. So in your mind, if I win, I'm I, I'm hosting the NFC title game. If the Eagles win, if the Eagles win, but the Eagles play after them, so they don't know that, right? 
They'll play Sunday. They play, they play Sunday. They play right, Sunday, yeah. right. So when the Cowboys play, you, in you, their mind, if we win, we could host We it. could, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what that, I meant. That was the operative word. Yeah. 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 Could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at that point, you are, because you already won. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Follow my logic, please. <laughs> we try. I, I just like watching, watching Rob's face. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it made perfect sense to me. Of course it did. Yeah. Injury issues coming out of this game. There are a few injury issues. Yeah. Well, Alan Hearns is. Well, yeah. And, and uh, fortunately, it, it sounds like uh, he'll be able to make a comeback uh, for next season. But right. just a horrific injury. Uh, and I, I didn't watch it. I mean, I saw the play, but I didn't watch the replay when they showed it. I knew I could tell just by the reaction that it was bad, and so I refused to watch it. Yesterday, yesterday I went back and watched it, and I paused it. And I it was like, oh, I, ain't I screamed. That. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. yeah, you could see from our press box seat what happened, and that's all I needed to I see. just know my ankle doesn't go in 90-degree okay. turn. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. But you said full recovery. That's, that's what that's, Jason that's said the expectation. in the conference call. Yep, right. So, yeah. Good. It, it was uh, It was described to me as, and I will see if I can get the explanation here, very similar to the Dez ankle injury at Indianapolis a few years ago. Uh, but the only difference was Hearns has had to be relocated, and then he had an open wound, so surgery went very, very well. Very similar surgery, though, to what Dez had. When uh, they played, in, when he got his ankle broken in Indianapolis. See, I thought there was because when they when they were getting him on the on the uh, cart, yeah, I, I saw all the other guys picking up all these towels, yeah, and I didn't see any blood. But well, Doctor Cooper be... had gloves on. He took gloves on off after yeah after the after the heat. They loaded him onto the cart. I wonder who did the surgery. Because Dr. Cooper was there when the he game was at the game, ended. yeah, he was at the game, so, so he was already uh, undergoing surgery once right. the game right. ended. Yeah, and uh, the other thing about Alan Hearns, uh, and you, if you're on DallasCowboys.com a lot, you've seen interviews with him and stuff. Uh, he's just a great guy. Yeah, and and I hats off to him this season. I mean, he's just a true pro. Uh, even, you know, after the trade was made for Amari Cooper, you know, his uh, snaps were going to be limited and he's just a great team guy. And, uh, you just hate to, you hate to see it happen to anybody, but, um, I, I've just always, and since he came over, uh, from Jacksonville this past year, I was very, I've been very impressed with him. Well, he could have, he could have complained and bitched right. and done all that stuff about, you know, well, why they do this? I'm the number one guy, you know, I mean, he, but he didn't, he, he knew, he knew they needed to do something that that's just a guy realizing he's looking at the big picture of it and saying, yeah, we need to do something here. You know, I'm not getting the ball. And for that matter, no one else is getting the ball. And then we need somebody to kind of open some things up. And every time he's had to make a play, he's made a play. That's right. And every time that he was ever asked to block at the point of attack, he blocked. So, yeah, hats off, unfortunate. But, you know, they're going to have to find a way now to move on. And, you know, obviously Lance Lenore was probably first and foremost in their mind. And, you know, Lance played some games on special teams. Did he do well enough? You know, we'll see. But, you know, somebody's got to step up and make some plays. And then you had Cole Beasley dealing yeah. with what uh, he's dealing with and Tavon Austin uh, at the end of the game, too. Yeah. So and Cole said, you know, I just needed to calm down. It's the same foot. He had a foot deal most of this season that he's been dealing with or part of it. Now it's the ankle. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll kind of see how he can do as the week of practice goes on. I wonder what he can do Tuesday, but yeah. we'll see. But that, you know, that would be a loss. That'd be a big loss for sure. How about that bundle of energy? Tavon. Oh, we've yeah. been asking for something. That, and I think the only reason he got to return punts is because Beasley got hurt. You know, Beasley's going to be your primary punt returner in that game. And all of a sudden, you know, I thought they might they might use him just for what happened. I mean, because I, I think a lot of it has to do. I need to, I need to ask that question, but it, it, it to me going into the it, game, it didn't even occur to me yeah. that because of the Beasley injury, I thought that they probably been a they brought Beasley game. back. You know, yeah. they brought him back for to, to catch the one punt down in the end that but I, they ended up going over his head. Remember that that, that was after Tavon 
his right. second long right. Term, right. But they, but which yeah, I, which I assumed he Beasley pulled did the up right on thing because of he felt something. That ball hit on the four yard line. He did the right thing. I mean, he you know people were saying oh, I should have caught the ball at the four. It'd been better. I know. Uh, you know, I, to me, no. I mean, the way they angled, the guy made a hell of a play to, to knock it back into field of play to to make the play. But yeah, I, I think, I, and I need to ask. I, I will ask. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll ask at the break. But I, I feel like though that that's that's why they they did what they did because it Beasley got hurt. Yeah, they didn't want to put him back. You know. Well, back there. on Thursday. You know, he had been catching the punts. He's been for the ever, scout team ever since he's been here. He's been backing it up. Yeah, but. He started taking some with the punt return team right. Uh, right. on Thursday, right? And he went ahead of Beasley. So, I ju- I just thought that if if Tavon's healthy in in a playoff game uh, yeah. where he can make a return yeah. uh, for a touchdown, which he did, if not for a block in the back or hold or whatever they called, right? Or whatever hold. the guy, yeah. 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 right? Yeah, uh, that you want to use that if if you at all if he's capable at all of doing it i guarantee he wants to play in this game if he's like you said if he's healthy enough because he doesn't yeah. think he got yeah. he doesn't feel like it. he got think a good deal there. there you're talking no, about storylines right. yeah. there you uh, go yeah absolutely Tavon going back to la that yeah. quite a storyline all right we continue with more oh the storylines <laughs> we got more stories when we come back here on talking cowboys if you're like me and you love i mean if you have a Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code Real Deal. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. The Otterbox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper Cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper... It's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, Bill Jones, Jack Black has made some products just for you. When you get done with your workouts, yes, they have a new charcoal body bar soap. All right? And it's supposed to massage your muscles because it has raised nubs on the bar of soap. <laughs> so when you're tired, that'll help you out. They also have a turbo wash energizing cleanser after your workout. Gets rid of all the sweat that's on your body. Then afterwards, Dragon Ice Pain Relieving Cream. It'll make soothe your muscles. And finally, dry down friction free (laughs) powder. How about that? And if you go to jackblack.com and you put the code workout, you get a free other body, a bar of soap. (laughs) I get another body too. A free other body. Yes, absolutely. 
<laughs> so make sure you get your <laughs> workout products from jackblack.com. Now, you've got that handwritten on your legal pad. Right here. So did you go research this, or did someone call you and inform you of this? No, because of my orders over Christmas, uh -huh. they sent me an email with their workout oh, products. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. Very good. How about that? All right. That'll take care of you. To Let Mickey's point, uh -huh. to Mickey's point, Mickey was absolutely right that the primary punt return in this game was Tavon Austin. Mm. And so and they only use Beasley on the punt safe stuff now. So going into this game, Tavon Austin will be your be your primary primary guy. And onside kick safe too. And yeah. he's fine health wise as far as we know. I as mean, far as we know, I didn't hear anything any different. As far as Tavon? Oh, Tavon. Yeah, Tavon. Jason said yesterday they'll monitor him this week. And maybe it has something to do just coming back off the injury. You know, it's I, I don't know. I don't know if he was 100% when he came back. I just thought didn't make on that last that return that, you know, there was a reason that he kind of pulled up a little bit. And, but he jumped. I thought he, I, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was hamstring again or something. So I was oh. like, he kind of like jerked and I'm like, right. oh no, what just happened? He, yeah. he hit it out of bounds yeah. after that. Yeah. So. Well, let me qualify that. As Brian always says, they're not going to put a guy on the field if he's not healthy enough to play. True. But it's something they're going to monitor him every sure. coming right. out of the game like they've done with Sean, you know, right. with the hamstring. Right. And the other part of that is, is okay, yeah, he might be able to do some stuff, but you want to make sure that he's not going to re-injure. No. Well, yeah. Yeah, aggravate him worse. next week. Yeah, you need him, well, then, yeah, the next week. And, the, mm. and in Atlanta, you'll need him. Yeah. 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 With so, Bill being in there. That's right. Bill being there already. There. Yep. That's right. You might be. <laughs> I'm Never gonna, know, Bill. Never I'm gonna, know. I'm going to have some company there. I can, I can sense it. Yeah. I can feel it. You feel the company? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that was the third playoff win in 22 years. Hmm. Y'all know how long it's been since the Cowboys won a road playoff game. Jeez. It's got to be in uh, – Yeah, I know, Miles hang, Austin. Hang, hang on a second. Oh, wow. I figured y'all would shoot this right out. Well, but, but, but they, they beat road, the Bears. Road. They beat the Bears. 19 – was it – didn't they go to Chicago? The Bears, Mickey? 91. 91. Nope, more recent than that. Well, not in the last the last years, is it? The last road playoff win for the Cowboys. We've got a lot of listeners shouting at their devices right now. It wasn't the Chicago game. Yeah, that was a road win, but they had one since then. In like the 92 at San Francisco. At San Francisco, yeah. oh, January oh 17th, 1993. One of my favorite games ever, the NFC Championship. Oh, I, I was at the game. What am I? <laughs> Oh, I, was there. I was there too. I was, yeah. I was at the game. I, I kind of not remember that one. That. I yeah. was yeah. thinking they that was the Alvin Harper game, right? Alvin Harper. Oh, jeez. Yep. I was there with John Dorsey. Yeah, that's why I got kicked out of the press. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I told that story. Yeah. How did I remember? I, I told that. I was yep. just there thinking about that. Yeah, okay. That game was played at Candlestick. I was there. I was there. at the East West game. That's why I went. Okay. Yeah, the people people on uh, on Periscope are all calling us idiots. We're calling me an idiot right now. <laughs> yeah. How much? Twenty, nearly twenty six years ago. Yeah. And, and of course, the Cowboys were so good. During that time, during the 90s, that most all of their yeah. playoff games were home games. Now, they lost at San Francisco, of course, Switzer's first year. Right. Um, but Were they a major underdog in that game? Yes. Everybody it's, kept saying, they're a they're year sort of too away. Young. They're too young. Like I was saying about the here. Bears. That's what I was saying about the Bears. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's you know, playoff experience. Oh, helps. what a great game that was. Oh, yeah. I, I was out there all week covering it. Uh, glad I going to Dwight somewhat Clark's remember restaurant. It. And, yeah. Uh, and there was actually an earthquake uh, that was, you know, the Cowboys came in two days early. Okay, so they had a walkthrough at the stadium on Saturday. Yeah. But on the Friday night before, uh, there was, you know, it was a mild earthquake, whatever. Yeah. You know, something you live with out there, right? Exactly, right. It was nothing to them. It was everything to me. Was it that? <laughs> was it? It was that year. Because I remember uh -huh. being in a hospitality room in San Francisco for a game, and there was a yeah, that was that year, was it? Yeah, but we wouldn't have been there that soon, would we? The, the team came in two days early for oh. a conference championship game. You come in two days. Oh, early. that's right, because they had yeah, the NFC. Uh, yeah, they had the press conference, press conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the party. That's right, Friday night. Yeah, yeah. man, I remember that. Years. I was we were way up in the hospitality room atop of the. It was the. Uh, the downtown Marriott, mm -hmm. and it was like, ah, uh, yeah, uh, I felt Feel that. It. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
sort of like that time it happened in thousand. I mean, at uh, in Oxnard. Yeah. The other thing, when you look at storylines, Cowboys and Rams, of course, Thousand Oaks was the former home, summer home of the Cowboys for decades, and now the Rams. Uh, their semi-permanent facility, regular season facility, is there in Thousand Oaks. And I paid a visit there when we were in Oxnard, did a little, you know, go down memory lane, just take a look. I know, Mickey, you've been there to, to check it out. But it, it, and I tweeted this out, CBS 11, Bill Jones, the um, where the headquarters, the Rams headquarters are, It it is unbelievable how, primitive it, it it looks back yeah. there it's just a gray fence with some gray buildings uh like look like army barracks that have been set up there and they got a practice field that you can't see from you know down the hill or anything it's it's very very private it's way back in the hills there uh but to think of the facility we're in here at the star and the rams are in this thing which is a very nice place in thousand oaks but right. Uh, and of course, they're awaiting their. Uh, it's a temporary. It's temporary. When while well, they await their new stadium being built and all that stuff. You know when 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 Nate and I went there to do the Legend Show, we walked into the old cafeteria where mm-hmm. they where the Cowboys used the players used to eat, and we were standing there walking through, and some lady comes up and she goes. I don't know what you guys are doing here, but you know the Cowboys used to train here, and and I used to feed them in this cafeteria. She was still working. Oh wow! This was like three, two, three years ago. Hmm. Same late. It's like I said. Well, you probably fed this guy. She goes, "What do you mean?" It's uh, like he played for him. Oh, and she got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Saturday night, other things that uh, stuck out for you on Saturday night. Uh, obviously, Dak was huge with the third and 14 play and just coming through in the clutch. Um, I mean, that's what Dak, Dak has become. Uh, you know, he's not the purest passer no. at all. But when it comes, I mean, you look at his college career and now his NFL career, he's a winner. Yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's the the best thing you could ever say about a player is the guy's a winner, because there's all these players are different. You know, they're they're going to find w- different ways to win. You know, and I, I think you have to accept Dak for who he is. You know, he's he plays with a huge heart. You know, there's some throws that you know that he's going to miss. There's some reads he's going to miss, but when the game was on the line, he finds ways to make plays. I think that's the best thing you could ever say about a quarterback, that that they have the ability when. You know when their team needs them the most that they're there and and they've you know this this it's not it has not been easy for him all year and but you know you look now they're in the divisional championship game with you know with uh, after starting the way they did and a lot of it is because of him you know absolutely I, I think you talk about being a winner and a competitor something that embodies that was the touchdown pass to Michael Gallup the back shoulder fade in the red zone and. He misses him badly one player. Yeah. And he comes right back. All right, I'm going to make the throw this time. And that's that, that just kind of speaks to how he is, how he goes about it, and, and how he competes. You know, the other thing that stood out, too, I don't think we've mentioned Amari Cooper. They really got him going in this game. Uh, 106 yards. That 34-yard t- uh, catch really set them up and got them going offensively in the second half. Uh, so that's encouraging going forward as well, for sure. You know, the guys, I guess Jason went on early today on mm-hmm. the fan. And they were shocked when he told them that play to the Dak ran on was a called play. Oh, I thought I and thought I said, definitely it was. What were you watching? Yeah, because as soon as he hit his back foot, he took off, yeah, and the gone. offensive linemen were already downfield. So yeah. yeah, they called it and probably figured, okay, let's see what we can get and get maybe have to kick a field goal. Close, yeah, yeah, and make it an easier field goal. Yeah, how about? The play before that, it was second and 14 at the 17-yard line, and the Seahawks were down to one timeout left. And then you had the two-minute warning, too. And I'm sitting there going, okay, you had the penalty that pushed you back and made it the, the second and 14 at the 17-yard line. And they threw a pass. And I was like, run, run it, run the ball. I, yeah. In fact, I wrote down, why throw the ball with right. three stars next to it? Right. You know? Well, because, maybe that's why they ran. Yeah, but may, man, that's what I, down. And, and that's and so maybe, maybe they were setting up the quarterback draw by throwing a pass. I don't know. I mean, I mean, 
yeah, you throw a pass in second and 14. But in that situation, I thought, you don't want to throw an incompletion. You don't want to give them a timeout. You know? Right, right. And you know what? As it turned out, they that, got the timeout because it got reviewed. Yeah. Otherwise, the clock would have still been running. Well, if they but, had marked but anyway, out. and so then it made the quarterback, I thought, I thought it was definitely a quarterback draw when, yeah. they, when they ran it. Right. And it was a great play call. It was. I mean, a great job of him running through. I mean, he ran through, you know, the linebacker. I mean, he ran through some guys to make that first down. There was That wasn't going to be, you know, he ran through Bobby Wagner, basically. And Wagner and McDougal both are really good tacklers. And he but, ran through both of them to get the necessary yards. But the incomplete pass on second and 14 put it in the minds of the defense right. that they're throwing the ball. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They're throwing the ball here. Absolutely, you know? yeah. I, I just, I, I, you know, I thought the, my, my, one of my favorite plays of the game was just the straight quarterback power run that he had. It looked like Army football in 1944 where he just took the ball and snapped it to him. And, then, I mean, they got guys on the outside. I'll tell you what, and I wrote about this. Ezekiel Elliott had one of the best blocks I've ever – I mean, I, I said this. I, I said, it, give him a Buckeye helmet sticker because he, he chopped K.J. Wright down. And, it, you know, I mean, that, that's what you got to have. I mean, you, here's your running back, you know, who's you know, your, really your heart and your soul, your team. What's he doing? I mean, you watch that tape and you're thinking, my God, he's going out there chopping guys down trying to throw a block for his quarterback. And it was a textbook block. But that was one of my favorite plays of the game because it just kind of showed, you know, that's what the Cowboys are about. It's about, you know, running the football. It's about powering people. It's about knocking people on the ground if you can. And, and I thought they did a great job on that play. And, and, you know, Dak got it as close as he could. And then two plays later, Zeke scores. And Zeke stumbled on the next play. Yeah. And so they, they yeah. stopped him. But they went ahead and they gave it to him again. Gave it to him again. Thank Nothing God. wrong with that. Yep, absolutely. And the other thing they do is they wear people down in the second half in the fourth yep. quarter. You know, 11 plays, 63-yard drive. I, I think they wore him down. I think they got tired. Seattle did that third and 14 play. You know, you got to line up once again and stop him. And Dak, you know, sacrifices his body once again to make a play. Which, is, again, gets back to why the Seahawks were running the ball. They thought eventually they would wear down the Cowboys' run defense, and it didn't happen. Never did. But the, the, like Mickey said earlier, the game was close. They're going to keep doing what they're doing as long as the game's close. You know? They, I, think, they, they, I think actually that was me who said that. Was it you? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. One of you two on that side of the table said that. Hey, Mickey said that. I wanted time. a Buckeye on my helmet. Yeah. But no, that's that, that's you know that, that's the, give the Cowboys a lot of credit. They had a great they had a great game plan, and they executed the plan well. I mean, I, the, it's unfortunate. I, we need to find out, Mickey. Did you ask anybody what happened on the long pass at the end of the game? No, I didn't get a chance. I, they were they played the coverage before. It was almost like Jeff Heath. What they call they play with a robber with the safety playing in the middle, where they take away the inside. The inside stuff. They ran the coverage earlier in the game and didn't have the big play. But I don't know if it was Byron Jones that he was expecting that Heath was going to help sure him. Sure looked like it with the robber with the something. robber there. I need to ask, and I think we will. We'll figure that out. Man, I've just never seen him beaten that bad. Well, it's he like fell it, asleep. He was he was turned inside. He was cocked inside, like he was gonna he was funneling to the middle exactly. And then way the way the route broke. I was thinking, okay, is it Heath? But Heath was so focused on the middle of the field, and then when the route came to the outside, it's like that. Byron was like, "Whoa, wait a minute! My, where's my robber?" And my robber wasn't there. And there was there was some communication there, right there. There was some some communication issues. And there's a side of me that believes it it, it probably because I saw the defense played correctly the first time. But it, it seems like to me that probably was a Byron Jones issue that maybe he should have carried him a little further up the field than he did, especially in that situation. See, the other one I didn't think they executed right was the uh, – so the the drive that Seattle finally got going, they yeah. threw to the tight end, and right. then the next one, was it Lockett or Baldwin out of the slot, and he went all the way across the field and caught the ball on the on the sideline. Yeah. No it, one covered him. I think it was Lockett. Yeah. Lockett, yeah. He got a free release. I think the linebacker was supposed to hit him. Yeah, they were Because they had two guys. And they, they turned the safety around. Right. Yeah, it was Xavier Woods was carrying him. Uh, well, Xavier Woods saw it and turned and tried to right. run. But at that time, you got Lockett. When Lockett's that close to you, he's by you. You know, that's just the way he plays. But I mean, no one covered him. I think overall, though, for the secondary, the way they play, I, I thought the secondary was, it was good. I thought the secondary did what they had to do. But that, that one big play at the end of the game, boy, you just don't want that to happen. I mean, that's the, that was the only play that – that's the only thing that could have happened that, that could have turned the game. 
you know, we, we, I, we haven't really talked about the fact that the, they lost their field goal kicker. You know, yeah. I mean that that you know, there's some yeah. people that believe though that if you're one of those numbers guys, if you're a numbers guy, you believe it's probably a good thing that they lose their kicker because they kept going for two. They would they have never, they yeah. would have never been that yeah. close, or they, or they could have punted it, or in that final situation, they got down to you know when they got down to the end, instead of scoring, they could have kicked the field goal, then then tried the onside kick because you know, they needed the ten points. See, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, it makes it more aggressive. But what if you need a forty-five yarder to tie? Yeah, no doubt. At the end of the game, you need your kicker. Well, yeah. no. don't have a forty-five-year-old kicker who's fifty pounds overweight. Yeah. Yeah, he's been making a lot of field goals being overweight. Yep. Yes. But that that's uh, that's but a that, big hamstring he pulled by the I just to me I I didn't quite I didn't quite understand. I didn't quite understand, you know, not just putting the ball on the ground and trying to squib it. You know, there's you right. can do you can do goofy things. Yeah, like I'm You sure. can lay the ball flat on the ground and, and hammer it into by somebody. The way, why could I mean yeah. Janikowski's got a hamstring. Yeah. But it, we said that what on does, the, what yeah. does it take to Well if he's but if <laughs> he's ruled yards. out of the game in the second half, he can't come back in, right? They ruled they ruled him out in the uh, press box. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but I don't think that matters. You sure? I mean, it's not like you put him on a list or anything. Well, what well, happens when they rule you doubtful? See, you're not or, out or, of the game or yet. questionable. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't then know. what's the point of having it, designations? Well, you don't. Just I mean, you're just saying. I think they're, I think they're just being informative. Is what yeah. they're doing. Okay, yeah. we were yeah. talking about that on the sideline. We weren't sure, but yeah, I mean. I'm sure he doesn't the punter doesn't practice the onsides when they do that drill but I mean you're not giving yourself a chance to try to Well go he the was game. trying to pooch it over the front line he just kicked it too hard He hit it with his shin which was weird it, it kind of got it kind of gave it a little elevation to it is what and that that was the easiest I mean I don't know how you couldn't just put it on a tee Yeah because that just, drop Yeah I've seen exact. now I've seen Chris Jones practice onside kicks in in training camp I've yeah. seen him you know I mean I've seen guys practice stuff like that i know jeff heath was the kicker in that san francisco game but i've seen guys like chris jones practice I mean, seriously what are the kickers doing all day okay might as well just work on some because they usually <laughs> just clown <laughs> around just, anyway just like just like you prepare a backup guard that he may have to go into the game then you got to have a backup kicker yeah. so get the punter ready just yeah. like your center <laughs> practices half court shots during uh, practice that's right all right we're out of time on no. this edition of Talking Cowboys. We're going to talk at you again tomorrow as we dive into all those weapons that the L.A. Rams. Go watch us. them now. Are okay. you going to be here? Because tomorrow's Wednesday. I will be here. All right. Sounds good. All right. See ya. Have a great Wednesday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?